Everybody really seems to want to go to war over Ukraine, except the Ukrainians, and Dutch people really want to throw eggs at Jeff Bezos. For the first time ever, plausibly live, the Shiny Mac Show begins right now. Hey, welcome to the program. My name is Shawnee Mack. It's a pleasure to have you with us. We begin this Valentine's Day in a place known for love, the Russian border with Ukraine, where in an attempt to prevent Ukraine from joining NATO, Russia has amassed over 100,000 troops. While tensions have been gradually escalating, diplomatic channels have remained open, although one very interested, if not directly affected party, has offered a bit of a different take with incredible specificity. So U.S. intelligence believes, this is according to Politico, (laughs) Russia is eyeing Wednesday, February 16th to start military action. (laughs) Wednesday, hump day. All right, Eastern Europe, get ready. According to the always reliable pre-war U.S. intelligence, your war will commence on Wednesday. To really drill down on the specifics, let's check in with National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Well, Jake, we cannot perfectly predict the day, but we have now been saying for some time that we are in the window and an invasion could begin, a major military action could begin by Russia in Ukraine any day now. That includes this coming week before the end of the Olympics. Of course, it could take place after the end of the Olympics or... It is still possible, we believe, uh, that Russia could choose the diplomatic path. But the way they have built up their forces, the way they have maneuvered things in place, makes it a distinct possibility that there will be major military action very soon. All right. There you have it. Russia is definitely, possibly, thinking about maybe invading Ukraine on Wednesday. Or later this week. Or next week. Or not at all. Now, let's not alarm the innocent Ukrainian civilians any more than necessary. But what might they be facing through no fault of their own as soon as Wednesday? Jake, if there is a military invasion of Ukraine by Russia, it's likely to begin with a significant barrage of missiles uh, and bomb attacks. Uh, Those are never as precise as uh, the army would, any army would like them to be, and we don't even know how precise the Russian army would like them to be. So innocent civilians could be killed regardless of their nationality. It would then be followed by an onslaught of a ground force moving across the Ukrainian frontier, again, uh, where innocent civilians could get caught in the crossfire. Holy shit, Jake. Heads up, Ukrainians. As soon as Wednesday, a tank will roll through your yard and kill your family. Okay, call me old-fashioned, but... Since we're talking so much about maybe definitely, but hopefully not, going to war with a nuclear-armed power over Ukraine, should we ask someone a little closer to the situation what they think is happening? Maybe like the Ukrainians? Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, what say you? The best friend for enemies that is panic in our country. And all this information that helps only for panic doesn't help us. Wow. The Russians have built up a massive force along the border. And the U.S. says it will deploy troops and act swiftly if anything happens. And the Ukrainian president says, do I need to be here for this? Because it really seems like y'all two have some shit to work out. 
look, Vladimir Putin is an authoritarian thug, and he makes no bones about wanting to reclaim the glory of the Soviet Union. And I know it's been six months since we've been in a war, and the last one didn't end well, and we're really trying to get back out there and maybe dip our toe in, maybe find a nice rebound war. But before we insist on sending American boys and girls to fight and possibly die for the territorial integrity of Ukraine, let's at the very least make sure the Ukrainians themselves and the European continent have had their say first. Because here's the thing about rebounds. You fall in love every time. And one day, before you know it, you look up and it's been 20 years and neither of you knows how to quit the other. Happy Valentine's Day. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you like what we're doing here, the best way to support the show is to become a premium subscriber, which you can do at the top link right down there in the description. As a premium Shiny Mac Show subscriber, you'll get the full video and audio versions of every episode early and ad-free. That's before anyone else gets it and without me asking you to do stuff like I am right now. Plus, you'll get exclusive behind-the-scenes content, a weekly Q&A with me where you can ask me anything and I'll answer it, and premium subscribers get exclusive discounts on all our future merchandise as well as discounts on tickets to all of our future live shows. It really is the best way to support the show and keep it going. Again, that's at the top link right down there in the description. Do it and I will love you forever. Okay, now back to the show. Welcome back. Let's move to the Netherlands, where a billionaire Amazon founder and walking midlife crisis Jeff Bezos has started himself a little controversy. The story comes out of the historic Dutch port of Rotterdam, which I know a lot about because this show is huge there. Who the avunts, Rotterdam? You see, Bezos has built for himself the world's largest yacht, which is so big with such a tall mast that in order to ship it, They'll have to disassemble and reassemble this historic bridge, which is a national landmark and has already avoided demolition once, back when it was replaced by a tunnel, and at that time, public protest halted its destruction. So, how big exactly is this yacht? We're going to take a look by the numbers. More than $500 million, half a billion, that's the reported price tag of Bezos' new toy. 417-foot-long boat that will surpass what is now the largest sailing yacht, the 360-foot yacht known as the Sea Cloud. The city's bridge has a clearance of 130 feet, apparently not high enough for the towering masts of Bezos' yacht. That's not that impressive. I mean, I don't want to brag, but I have a car. Ever heard of them? Yeah, can your mega yacht get through a Culver's drive through Jeff? I didn't think so. Now, the Rotterdam mayor and council have both said that the decision has not been made on whether the bridge will be disassembled and reassembled to move the yacht. But local residents have already prepared. Not to be too petty here, but we have to tell you about this. If the city dismantles that bridge for Bezos, more than 1,000 locals have already said they plan to pelt that yacht with rotten eggs. Ha! Yeah, that'll show them you can take our bridge, but you'll have to feel the wrath of our eggs. It's actually up to 4,000 people who have said on Facebook 
that they plan to throw eggs at the yacht. There's just one little snag. The river at that point is incredibly wide. And according to one analysis, in order to hit the whole of the yacht from the bank of the river, you'd have to throw the egg 238 feet, which is a really long way. That's almost as far as Pete Davidson better stay away from Kanye. You know, it's like the old saying goes, sometimes a metaphor just hits you right in the face like a rotten egg. The world's second richest man can build the world's largest yacht and possibly disassemble your historic landmark. But don't worry, folks. You get to throw eggs in the river. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Be sure you hit the bell so you'll get notified as soon as our show drops, and you'll never miss any of our videos. You can also follow and download the show on all the major podcast apps. Please don't forget to rate and review us. And if you like what we're doing here, just tell your family and friends about us. You can tell your grandparents it's like a really short Johnny Carson, just without Ed in the band and Johnny. Or tell your kids it's like a really long TikTok. Okay, back to the show. Hey, that's our show. Thank you so much for joining us. The support has been felt all weekend long. I can never thank you enough for that. We're back again tomorrow night at 9 with an all-new episode on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you then. Good night.